Thank you for listening to the official podcast of Live Church Orlando, where we encourage you to live your life His way. For more information about Live Church and other resources, please visit livechurchorlando.com. So we're, we're talking about that. Last week we've been, we've been talking about partnering up. And I said, stop trying to be down. <laughs> Partner up. Team up. Stop trying to be down. Tell your neighbor, stop trying to be down. Tell them, ain't nothing down there. <laughs> ain't nothing going on down there. Nothing going on. I want to talk about that. I want to complete that uh, this week. And I said, let me get up early because y'all ain't going to cut me off. Uh, running around the church and shouting and all that stuff that I love so much. I love that we're an expressive church. God is an expressive God. Did you hear what I said? God is an expressive God. And you know what I learned? We learned this week, my wife and I, who's here, my wife is here, Pastor Tay. Thank you. We learned, we learned that even in psychology, because we're, we're doing like studies of the brain and stuff like that. I love it. I love the mind, which is spirit, and then the brain, which is matter, like the physical and the spiritual aspect of it, like how, you know what I mean, mind versus brain and all that stuff. Y'all like, that ain't the same thing? No. Because if it's the same thing, how could this mind be in you, which is in Christ Jesus? It's not the same brain. It's the same spirit. Ooh. Anyway, so we're studying that. I'm, I'm definitely going to school for neurology, whatever. I just love the functions of it. They said, inform, uh, uh, if you mix information with emotion, it has a better chance to, of having long-term memory. To kind of secure that you'll remember something, attach an emotion to it. All commercials do it. Walmart commercials show something. I mean, or, or Coca-Cola usually having with your friends. I remember being with my friends. So now you want a Coke because it makes you feel. It's a good feeling. It's an emotional thing. It's an emotional connection. Mother's Day, they get you all day. Mother's Day, you, you buy anything just because they attach your mom to it. But all commercials, all marketing uses emotion. But when we come to church, uh-uh, that's too emotional. What? You just too emotional. If it's God, you ain't got to do all that. Well, how, how, how come? Even if, take God out of it. I want to remember this moment. Okay, so it has a better chance of long-term memory if I attach information and emotion. So tell your neighbor, put your all into it. You trying to not to you trying to keep your tears back? No, this is not emotion. What? Let them things fall. Your change will be more guaranteed. Everything you care about that's emotional, you value. You get emotional over your kids, over your mom, over your loved ones. If they get sick, you get emotional. It's not just information. They have leukemia. Ah, man, all right. No, it's like, because oh, you're, ooh, you care. Ooh, if you care about God, why leave your emotions at the door of his house? It's quiet to my left. Let me go to my emotional right. Yeah. Bring your brain and your emotions to church. Why did he give you emotions anyway? For everything but him? So you can express sexual fulfillment and express frustration and anger and express irritation. That, that emotions can't be just for outside the kingdom. 
I wouldn't give my, my children emotion if it wasn't for me. So you're going to use it and be emotionally attached to everything else but God? No. That's why I say get up, jump, shout, scream, run around the church, do something. Whatever you got to do to remember your God, do it. And y'all staring at me now like I got a McDonald's outfit on. I'm telling you now to get to your feet and express praise to your God. Get to your, raise your hand, clap your hand, jump up and down, get into it tonight. We're talking about the God that loves you before you loved yourself. We're talking about a God who gave up his life. Get into it. All right, sit down. Thank you. Yeah, man. Yeah, bring your emotion. Be happy. Let joy fill you. Smile. That's a good emotion. Excitement, jump, get into it. Cry and worship if you choose. I mean, don't. It's not separate from God, it's an expression to Him. Talking about partnering up, man. Talking about it. Stop trying to be down. It's a huge issue when it comes to being a child of God or a kingdom citizen or saved. I'll say this one thing, but kingdom living is a different thing. Yeah. If I save you from being drowned, you're not going to drown. <laughs> you're saved. But that don't mean the steps you take after that will be a blessing. So kingdom living is different from salvation to me. Salvation is expressed in kingdom living, but it's two different events. And kingdom living is longer. Well, actually, salvation is longer. That's the process, too. So they're both parallel lanes, but it's not the same thing. Okay. <laughs> so one thing about that is identity. Identity is the biggest, one of the biggest factors in being a child of God. You connect with God by faith, right? We're all a child of God. He shed his blood for us. Okay, we're, we're, I'm a son of God. I'm a daughter of God. Identity now is a huge thing because if I don't know who I am, I don't know how to carry myself. So now I'm saved Sunday, and it's like, okay, now who, who am I? Because I don't know how to, how to function. So I want to share this with you all very vulnerably. Vulnerably. A lot of times, because even when you know who you are in God today, next month, it could expand or evolve. Don't you naturally evolve and expand? Yeah. So you can't just lock God in to one season of what he called you. You have to be open to God because he can evolve you at any moment. He can expand you at any moment. He'll pull out a gift in front of a new audience that you didn't even know you had. So I say that to say this. You don't always know. Uh, no, I don't want to say that. How can I say that? Because I feel like I, I think a lot of people leave like, you're my pastor. and you don't. But I'm being vulnerable with you. The harder, not the harder part, the longer journey is identifying who you are. Because you're becoming like Christ every step. Every day you're becoming like Christ, right? And what was Christ like? Well, you got scriptures, but we don't really know. He turned over tables, but was it like, or was it like, was it like, you know what I mean? But we don't really know. We read it, and then we apply our personality to him. Yeah, because every time I see Jesus, take up your bed and walk. That's what I see. Y'all probably like, I never saw Jesus like that. My Jesus is much more 
contemporary is more chill than that. <laughs> See, so we're becoming more <laughs> like your version of Jesus every day. So that's very vast. So I often say, can you put the quote up? I think I wrote it down if I did. Okay. A major part of knowing who you are is first identifying what you are not. Please get that, y'all. A major part of knowing who you are, which is the longer, more faith I don't really know, Ville, because now you're a new spirit, you're a new creature in Christ. This whole world is new. I don't know anything about this spirit world. So I'm a babe in Christ. So even though you might not know all of who you are, a faster step, the quicker adjustment, y'all know, is identifying what you are not. Ooh, so if, if we can eliminate the who we are nots in our life, it'll direct us to the who we are's. Got quiet. Our struggle with becoming a new creature is we're still mixing who we are with who we are not. Because all of your life you've been told who you are, whether it's from school, whether it's from best friends, whether it's from movies, whether it's social media, you're being told who you are. This is cool. Denim on denim and J's. This, you're being told who you are. You've been told who you are. Now you're in Christ. And he has to tell you who you are. He has to tell you who you are. So while you're learning that, you must first identify, I know I'm not this anymore. I may not know if I'm a preacher, a prophet, but I know I'm not a gambler anymore. I may not know. Y'all quiet. Never mind. I ain't going to do the list. You do your own list. I, I know. I know. Look at your neighbor and say, I know what I'm not. Okay. Okay. I don't know if I'm going to lay hands or just intercede in the corner. I don't know if my shadow will heal people. I don't know if I'm just going to have a, a, a healthy house. But I do know that I am not a liar anymore. So if I cut the lie, it'll direct me more, y'all quiet, to who I'm supposed to be. I will continue to be confused if I entangle myself with who I know I'm not. And we hold on to who we know we're not because we're not sure of who we are. So this is the air right here. At least I got the ratchet me is solid. At least I know I could be ratchet. I could tell you off and cuss you out with new cuss words that ain't come out yet. So that's solid. I got to leave this. Okay, God. That, that's, too, that's too airy for me. It's too spacey. It's not solid. It's not secure. I don't know what the results will be. takes too much faith so we hold on to who we know which is who God is trying to crucify so we feel like God is crucifying us because we're still attached to who we were it's if you save it's a wrap if, if you're saved it's a wrap if you're saved it's a wrap it's, it's what I'm saying is it's going to be so hard for us as saved individuals to live a comfortable life how we used to be. He done messed it up. Salvation jacked it. You can't go back. I mean, you can. Yes, I can. I went to the family reunion this summer. Yeah, it didn't feel the same. Quiet. Yeah. It ain't going to feel the same because if any man, I'm about to run. If any man... If any man be in Christ, he's a new creature. All things, all things are, look at
Look at your neighbor and say, I'm somebody new. I'm somebody different. I got the same outfit on, but on the inside, trust me, there's been a change. I can't be comfortable being the old me no more. Because it's familiar. I can function for a while, but on the inside, I'm like, he messed it up. I done got saved. Tell your neighbor, I done got saved. I'll cuss for three more months, but the fourth month is going to feel funny. Y'all quiet. I sleep around for about eight months, but that ninth month, it's going to mess me up. Because he that had begun a good work in me, he's performing. Hey, good God Almighty, before it's all said and done, God is going to get Jesus out of you. I said it. I'm going to say it again. Before it's all said and done, God is going to get Jesus out of you. You're going to look just like his son. And that's the fight. Who we know we're not. The longer we function in who we know we're not, just because the f- future is misty, you know, I'm gonna wait till that clear up. I'm gonna stay with him a couple more months. I'm gonna wait till I'm waiting for that to clear up. What if it doesn't? What if it clears up as you go? So you'll be there another 10 years. Tell your neighbor, I'm not doing that. No, you can have that life all you want. Some of our detours occurred when we engaged in things and relationships that are not us. You got a good vibe, you got a good flow. It seems like you lost some time. You engage in things that's not the new you. You engage in relationships that's the, it's not. So if you don't know who you are in Christ, because that's the longer journey, that's going to take first. You got to unlearn who you are. So that's a process. I know you got saved, but you still got to unlearn. Yeah, children of Israel. I know you not in Egypt no more. But you got to go through this wilderness for a minute. Because you ain't about to jack up that promised land with ghetto thinking. You ain't about to bring the hood to the hills. I'm sorry. You're not going to. Y'all quiet. I ain't talking about your house. I don't know you. But I'm just saying, God is like, yo. And I'm bringing a slavery mind to a kingly environment. Woo, I got to make sure you know you a king so you can take care of the palace. You can, woo, y'all, I got to make sure you know you a queen so you can keep this new place that I'm bringing you to. Because some, okay, okay. Are you a trap queen or a kingdom queen? That's all I'm asking because, because they can't, they can't, they can't. <laughs> Stop, we in church. But you have to ask yourself that. The new space is new. May I have something to drink? My voice is I throw this dry. Thank you. First time visitors, excuse us. Tell your friend, I may not know all that I am, but at this point, at least I know what I'm not. Now look back at that friend and say, act like it then. If you know what you're not, 
act like it. It's time to start. Ooh. I know y'all heard the opposite all your life, but I'm about to flip it. It's time to start acting up. I know your parents always say, stop acting up. But I'm letting you know, if you know what's better for you, act like it. If you know there's a higher level for you, act like it. Tell your neighbor, I'm about to act up in here. <laughs> I got to preach that soon. <laughs> so because we don't know who we are, we become whatever we're surrounded by, which is now the culture, the world, social media, all of these things. We surround ourselves with these. Our brains are just not, not functioning at full capacity because of the enabling of social media. We don't have human interaction, which is why offenses are so hard. Because we don't have human fellowship and I don't get to feel your words, I just hear hard text messages. It has no tone. Or DMs or comments and just everything is filtered through how you think they said it. Yeah. So everything somebody says now, it's like you think what you think how you think and what they think you thought you thought they said. Because <laughs> you've been conditioned to put your own personality on people's words. So now you assume you know what they're saying and how they're saying it because there's no human interaction. You can't feel them. You can't empathize. Which God gave us that. That's why he said it's not good for man to be alone. So the enemy is trying to make us alone again. And you feel so connected to everybody, but you're not. If you're only connected digitally, you're not connected. Man, I didn't know this was going to happen this soon. Yeah. It's the enemy's plan to make us alone again because God, God knows it's not good. So now we don't know how to deal. We don't know how to, we don't know, uh, uh, how do you call it? Uh, conf conflict, confliction resolution, conflict resolution. Yeah. We don't know how to resolve conflict because we have no, we don't get to feel another, hu another human. It's all digital and tech, like robots. Like, no, you didn't. Yes, you did. No, you didn't. Yes, you did. No, you didn't. It's funny, but that's what we see in the streets. Nobody talking out. They don't even fight because fighting is emotional. Like, <laughs> you, I love you, man. Why you do that, homie? You ever beat your boy up? I'm sorry. I'm from the hood. I've never done it, but I saw it. <laughs> Why you do that? Sorry, so I'm back. That's emotional. I'd rather you fight than shoot. Shooting is robotic. Just lay it. No heart. There's nothing attached to it. Which is why shooting is on the rise now. Because there's less human interaction. So there's less care for the human soul. Because I don't get to hear it or feel it. Y'all. Be careful. All your digital, digital connections. That ain't real love. It's somebody's assumption of who you are. Because you're giving them a version of you too. Why am I on this subject? Okay. So we don't know who we are, so we identify ourselves now by this corrupted culture. Okay? And God says that uh, you're not loyal. The first scripture, you're not loyal to God. You should know that, listen, you should know that loving the world 
is the same as hating God. Isn't that crazy? Loving the world is the same as hating God. So if a person wants to befriend the world, he makes himself God's enemy. Isn't that crazy? So you, we never intend to be an enemy of God. The devil does not tempt us with being an enemy of God. No, he tempts us with the world. Woo! Flashlights. I love y'all. Thank you. Lights, stage, lights and lashes. Y'all ladies, y'all know I'm going to get you. Some of y'all wouldn't know how to dress if it hadn't been for reality TV and social media. All them tutorials on contouring, you look at that. The con tutorials. I ain't hating. Look your best self. I don't mind you doing it. Just don't love it. Don't make it who you are. Like if you're ever uncontoured, you can't go out the house that day. I need y'all to go outside this week uncontoured. Like, how you doing? Can I please get seven grapes? Seven grapes. Not the whole vine. Seven premium American grapes. I'm in a good mood tonight. Y'all in trouble. God made you already contoured where he wanted you to be. Good God Almighty. So don't feel like you're less than because you don't have a cake of gold going down your nose. I'm sorry. Just look like mustard. Just a hot dog and mu just, just mustard slide. I'm in a good mood. You're in trouble. Everyone's in trouble. I'm in a great mood. Everyone's in trouble. I'm in a great mood tonight. Everybody's in trouble. Without the mustard slides, you're beautiful. I'm not saying that's the world, but I'm saying how we follow and make it law now. Like it's the, like it's the chapter after Revelations, thou must have makeup and have, you know what I mean? It's a law in your soul. You, you understand what I'm saying? Or oh, fellas, if you talk about my mama, or whatever it is, I don't know, what we hold it. Let's get into it, I'm sorry, I'm talking too much. So to befriend the world, to friend, friend, the Lord told me that means to choose affiliation based on likeness. That's the Lord told me today. So to befriend something is to choose to be affiliated with them based on something that's alike. So they're not family, so you don't have to be affiliated. When you choose a friend, you choose <laughs> to be affiliated with somebody because of likeness. Something in me is exactly like something in you. That's why we cool. I rock with you. But when it's the world, after a while, something should clash. After a while, wait. See, the world, when God says the world, he's talking about the ways. If I slap you, how do you handle it? Okay, there's a kingdom way, 
which is way back in like, you know what I mean? Boynton Beach, like, like way down in Miami. And there's a world way that we always seen our whole life growing up, which is, okay, you don't, you don't mess with the wrong. For some of us, that's the only way we see. I blacked out. Y'all quiet? No, y'all laughing. <laughs> to black out is I don't have no choice. I got to stump this girl. I'm stumping her. Because that's disrespectful. How you going? You got all your reasons to act like you have no choices. But that resolution is the world's way. That's not God's. Y'all quiet. Why you come to church if you don't want to hear God's way? That's not God's way. God says things like, turn. So if you slap me here, you got to say you missed the side. Okay, it's quiet. See? See? So that's what God says. That's what he likes. If you want to be my friend, we got to be alike right there. But us in the world are alike right there. So I choose to be an enemy of God. Ain't that crazy? So I choose to be an enemy of God by responding worldly. That's the heaven. I don't, I don't like sharing everything I'm sharing because I'm still on the path towards it myself. Ain't that crazy? So the world's ways makes me an enemy of God. Because how can I believe? Do you believe you're saved? Okay. Do you believe you're not going to hell? Okay. Do you believe Jesus is the son of God? Do you believe he's coming again? Ooh, do you believe you will be in, in, in heaven for eternity? Hey, how? How do you believe all that? But don't believe if I turn the other cheek, it'll be well with me. Oh. If we're going to trust, we're going to trust. Yeah. How you going to believe all that my afterlife, your, your eternal life is secure, but not this moment? Oh, no, let's talk. Pull up your chair. Everybody inch up. Let's talk. So I believe, I, I believe, I believe that his blood cleansed my sins, but I can't believe hold your peace and let the, okay, and let the Lord fight your battles. It's quiet and live, and I don't know why. If we're going to believe one verse, we're going to believe the whole book. It's either all right or all wrong. If I'm going to trust God with the afterlife of my soul, I'm going to trust him with the results of a moment. If I trust him with my eternity, I trust him with my moment. It hurts. I want to slap him. It hurts. I want to cut his mouth. It hurts. I'm being humbled. But I believe that all things work together y'all quiet man high five and ever say let him work it let him work it let him work it let him work it you hold your peace he'll work it I'm gonna trust him with my soul but not for this moment most of the time that moment is challenging your pride anyway slapping Jesus Plucking his beard, blindfolding him, hitting him on the head like, prophesy who hit you? He said not a mumbling word. To be like Jesus, to be like him. Oh, how I long to be like him. So meek and lonely, so high. You really want to be like Jesus? 
Guess what? Salvation is making you into him. So your thoughts are going to be challenged. Because you want to hit somebody and when you do it, it don't feel like you thought it would. Because the whole time the Holy Spirit is screaming, no! So when you do what you want to do, you don't even get the full fullness of it. Because you saved. He done got that leash on you. You ain't going that far. You saved. Sometimes you know you save not when, oh, let me say this without the mic. Holy Spirit from me I know I'm saved not because I didn't do it that time that time I wasn't fulfilled remorseful what will make me hate it I'm saved tell your neighbor oh I must be saved then after a while something should clash my God, Tim, after a while, something should clash. Thought patterns, you just get saved, your old friends, your new friends. Something should clash after a while, just ways. Just train the thought. Like, girl, you're, I'm about to just Netflix and chill. Okay, girl, you're still doing that. You're crazy. Yeah, you know, after a while, the ways is just going to, the dance is just going to slow down. Like, Tell your neighbor, my dance is slowing down. My dance is slowing down. I was high-stepping to her house. Now I'm like, oh, God, I got to. I'm, I'm, I'm slowing down. That's because it's a clash. My, my new man is about to eclipse my old man. Do y'all hear what I'm saying? There's an eclipse happening right here. The new you. Honestly, the closer we get to God, those that are really saved and have his heart, Sometimes, I'm not going to put this on you, for some, the closer you get to him, the more grieved you are for this world. The more, oh, you're grieved because you feel God's heart because he's like, this is so not what I meant. And y'all like, yeah, Trump. And then, no, not even just that. Not even stuff that's obviously wicked. I mean, like some churches, some saved people's houses. Some of our relationships is like, yo, this is so not what I meant. Help me, help me. Noah, Noah, help me. Abraham, help me. Isaac, Isaiah, J Jacob, help me. Help me. Micah, Nahum, Rebecca, Zephaniah, Haggai, Esther, Jonah, help me. Help me. 
this back together. Okay, let me put my spirit in you. Go, go, go. Live. Help me put this back together. Start in your heart. Start in your mind. Start in your house. Start in your neighborhood. Live. Help me. Give the kingdom intent. Please. That's why he gave us the spirit. If the point was to go to heaven, we would have been raptured after salvation. We'd have died and went right to heaven the moment we got saved. Because why leave us here to be tempted to backslide and miss heaven if that's the case? So the point is not just going to heaven. It's getting this back to what I meant. Let's get this back to what I meant. Well, Pastor, I can't control the whole world, but you can control yours. Start with you. Start with your family. Start with your house. Get it back to what I meant. Are you what God meant when he made you? If anybody says no, you got the spirit of God. I'm not condemning you. You know I've done better, but I got, I got ways to go. That's the humble approach. That's the humble approach. I'm not done, but I'm in process. Because you can never judge yourself like, yeah, I'm who God called me to be. How do you know? So, he says unto them, well, where's that? I didn't know it was this late. Well, to me. He's grieved. And the closer you get to him, I'm saying befriend him instead of befriending the world ways. You'll feel that. The Bible says the things that look amazing to the world, you can just go to the next scripture. I'm just going to keep going. The next one. It says you justify yourselves before men, but God knows your heart. For that which is highly esteemed among men is an abomination in the sight of God. The things that the world thinks is a high accolade or a high honor or a virtue in the world is an abomination to God. Other scripture says, you make yourselves look good in front of people, but God knows what's really in your heart. The things that are important to people are worth nothing to God. So while we're depressed because we don't have enough likes, because that's important to people, that's nothing to God. Do you know what nothing is? Nothing. So why befriend a system that doesn't even please, it's not even worth anything to God? Don't do what's important to people, do what's important to God. Mm-hmm. All right, let me end it here, I think. Check this out. I love this. Embracing God or embracing the world. Ruth, I say this all the time. Ruth, right? Ruth is in, uh, no, not Obed, uh, Naomi, I'm sorry. She's in Bethlehem, Judah. She's married and her two sons. Sons, the father dies because there's no bread at home. They leave and they go to, where do they go? See, I don't have the story up here. Moab. They go to Moab because there's no bread in Bethlehem. So Naomi takes her husband, her two sons, and they go to Moab because there's a famine at home. They're in Moab, the husband dies, but the two sons marry two girls, Orpah and Ruth. 
Moab girls, they are Moabites. They are heathens. Do you know what Moabites are? Can I tell you really quick? When Lot escaped Sodom and Gomorrah with his wife, right? She turned into a pillar of salt. Do we know that? Okay. Yeah. So the daughters was looking at the dad, were looking at each other like, mom is dead. Dad is not going to have no legacy. Let's get him drunk and sleep with him. So, yeah. So he can have his name. So the first daughter slept with him. and She had a son named Moab. So the Moabites came from a cursed land. A land of incest. Okay? So here it is, Naomi from Judah lets her son marry a girl from Moab. Okay? Her son dies. And the two girls are left with Naomi. Naomi's got a word, say, listen, I want to talk about all of this so badly, y'all, but I can't because it's not the point. I'm sorry, I shouldn't even said that because that makes y'all be like, go ahead. My fault. It was just a thought and I shouldn't have said it out loud. <laughs> So Naomi is left with these two Moabite girls because my sons died. Now I'm left with the heathen girls, and they, oh, she's not feeling great at all. Naomi got word, the famine is over. You can come back to Judah. She said, I'm going back to Judah. The girls are like, we're going with you. She's like, no, 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 no. Let me holler at you for a second. I'm going back to Judah. <laughs> She said, I'm going back to Judah. She said, no, no, no. We're going with you. She said, well, you going to wait till my sons grow up again? You're going to wait till I get married and have other sons and then marry? Just go. Just go be with your homeland. It'll, let it be well with you. The Bible says, and they lifted up their voice and wept again. Orpah kissed her mother-in-law, but Ruth clave unto her. She grabbed her. I'm going to close with this, I guess. And Ruth... <laughs> She said, behold, your sister-in-law has gone back to her people and to her gods. Return, you and your sister-in-law. So Naomi is like, the one sister left, because she's like, bet, you, you, you right about that. I ain't about to wait till you have another kid. Uh-uh, girl, uh-uh, you right. I'm out. I'm standing there waiting to hear from another kid, and who knows what he's going to look like. So I ain't about to wait. I'm not waiting. I'm done. <laughs> But Ruth is hugging her. Ruth is hugging her. And Naomi's like, Ruth, Ruth, Ruth. She said, behold, which means look, your sister-in-law has gone back. She's out. She left. Go join her and be with your kinsmen, be with your gods. Mm. Ruth says, no, well, this is not the next scripture. Ruth says, entreat me not to leave. I'm not going nowhere. Your God will be my God. Your people will be my people. Where you live, I'm going to live. Where you die, I'm going to die. I'm in it for the long haul. Did you see that? She, even, she didn't even realize her sister left. Because when you really cling to God, you don't notice what leaves. Y'all miss what I just said. When you're really holding on to God, you don't notice the habits that leave, the friends that leave. You don't realize you're not on a group chat no more because I'm clinging. You're quiet in here. Anytime you notice everything that leaves, you're not grabbing tight enough. Look at your neighbor and say, clean. So now let me end this. And watch this, y'all. This is what I want to say. Man, I want to say more. This is what I want to say. 
she marries Boaz in the lowliness of her next level. She marries Boaz in her lowliness, not lonely, low, lowliness of her next level. Okay. She's now back in Judah with Naomi, but she has a low job. She's picking up scraps. Other people have harvest. She's getting the pieces they missed. What I'm saying is she probably could have had a better job in the world. I mean, in Moab. She probably would have been more secure as a heathen. Y'all quiet. Because you know once you get saved, it gets a little harder at first. But I don't care if I got the lowest job in the kingdom. I'd rather be a doorkeeper in the house of the Lord than to enjoy the pleasures of sin for a season. Because her come up was first spiritual. She came up even though she was scrubbing floors. She came up even though she was gathering scraps. It was another level. So she came up in her spirit first, which is why Boaz recognized her. She became in the lineage of Christ. She got a new man that matched her new man. That's what God told me. Bye-bye. Yeah, yeah. Ladies, you want a new man? Become new, man. Okay, it's quiet. Bars. Yeah. Hers came up first. She never responded to her past leaving because she had new desires. She had a new focus. Actually, neighbor, what's your focus? I'm done. I'm done. What's your focus? I'm going to do one more scripture, but I'm done. What's your focus? Where the focus goes, the power flows. Where the focus goes, the power flows. Remember this. You can play because I'm done. Play police so I can stop. You withdraw from the power of that which you focus on. Whatever strength that thing has, that's the strength you get. If you watch porn all the time, lust will be strengthened in you. Because that's the power of pornography. You withdraw from the power of that which you focus on. Which is why Peter could walk on water because his focus was Jesus y'all quiet so he had Jesus power because when you focus on Jesus you withdraw from the power y'all quiet of what your focus is and if your focus is Christ you can do the supernatural what others cannot do you can do ask your neighbor what is your focus if you focus on social media insecurity will be strengthened You withdraw from the power of that. You don't give it power. You withdraw from it. That's why the Bible said, looking unto Jesus, I'm going to make him my focus. And I don't even realize I'm walking on water. I don't even realize I'm walking through the storm. Let me end this. Next scripture. Truly the Lord is good to Israel, to those whose heart is pure. But as for me, my foot almost slipped. My feet were slipping and I was almost gone. Because I envied the proud when I saw them prosper despite their wickedness. My foot almost slipped when I saw the prosperity of the wicked. 
the scripture starts with truly the Lord is good so God is good until you see something else what's your focus yeah what's your focus so God is good until people who you don't think deserve it get blessed so their unlawful blessing is now means more to you than God's goodness because you start off thinking God is good until you see everybody getting married but you, but you everybody getting promotions but but you so God didn't stop being good your focus changed now your attitude changes if you read the rest of that read this y'all read this this is your homework assignment Psalm 73 and Psalm 37 73 37 it's the craziest back and forth of the wicked and the righteous the wicked the righteous the wicked I'm glad I did it like that the wicked the righteous because the wicked appear up here and the righteous appear up here until God flips it Psalm 73 read the whole thing it's crazy and when you think about it you'll be like why am I trying to be down with the wicked their end is crazy when you read those two you're gonna be like I'm, I ain't trying to be down with that it looks amazing for a moment until the end of that thing truly the Lord is good that's my focus I don't care what wicked is prospering I don't care who got I don't care because if you read that later he like why am I trying to live right why am I trying to be pure it's the wicked that prosper they do whatever they want and they still bless read it he's saying all that because that's how we think not because God changed his goodness but because we focused on other people's lives and he's dealing with them how he's dealing with them and he's dealing with you how he's dealing with you you mess around try to live like them and die because that ain't your journey that ain't your path that's not your way don't envy somebody else's way people been in church all their life wish they had a testimony that they was sleeping around and got shot people that got sleeping around and got shot wish they had a testimony that they was in church all their life just be glad that at this point he saved me he delivered me he freed me he I don't care how I got here I'm just glad I'm here I find the neighbor say I'm just glad I'm here say I'm just glad I'm here I didn't get shot somebody probably I don't care what your story is I'm glad you're here everybody jump to your feet if you're glad you're here look to your left and your right and say we made it tell somebody else we made it tell them say I don't know how you got here but I'm just glad you're here clap your hands in the building I need to hear the sound of the grateful make some noise Make some noise. Be seated. God is good to you. Don't be jealous of somebody else's path. I went to school with her. How's she making it out? You on your way. You got your path. She got hers. Hers might end sooner than yours. Get upset when God stops being good to you and wait for that to happen. You'll see him before he stops being good. <laughs> Father, I thank you for our journey. 
for our path our way I will never envy another person's lifestyle never envy another person's appeared favor or blessings I'm gonna be grateful that I'm yours how about I'm gonna be grateful that you're mine I'm gonna be grateful that I'm changed grateful that I'm growing grateful that I'm coming up I'm not gonna let anybody else lifestyle make me disappreciate how good you have been to me you was good yesterday when I didn't know their life you'll be good tomorrow when I do know their life no one else's journey will disappoint or discourage my own father I commit my way to you commit your ways unto the Lord and we love you we honor you tonight Thanks for listening to today's message. We pray you were blessed by God's word. If you would like to partner with us so that we can continue sharing the gospel around the world, please visit livechurchorlando.com.